Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of Her Pursuit. If this is your first time listening, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad you found the show. If you've been listening for a while, welcome back. It is truly an honor and a privilege to be sitting with you today chatting about summer. Is anybody else ready for summer? Are your kids already out for summer? Are you not there yet? I'm telling you, I've been hanging on by thread, if I'm honest. We've had all of the end of the year activities, hashtag all the things happening and going on. And I'm just trying to make it to Thursday. That's when my last daughter gets out and we will be free for summer. So we're going to be talking about practical ways to keep a summer rhythm and why summer doesn't have to mean your schedule or your daily rhythms and routines completely disappear as a stay-at-home mom. Now, I understand that not all of you listening have school-age children. I remember being in that boat, like literally nothing in my life is changing. I do this 24-7, and I'm going to keep doing this every day throughout the summer. Thank you very much. But even for you, most of you, summer still means a family trip or a beach vacation. Maybe you aren't going to different activities and playdates or classes. They take a break for the summer. More than likely, whatever your normal is will still feel somewhat disrupted. So I hope everyone listening finds something relatable here. That is always the point. I want to help you and encourage you and equip you to create more time and balance in your life, even as a busy mama. Before we dive in, I want to read a quick review that was left for the show. It's from twinmama underscore four. She says, I love this podcast so much. Kaysen is so encouraging and it feels like she gets me. She understands how hard motherhood is, especially with real little ones. The way she approaches time management, particularly routines and morning routines, has been so helpful and encouraging to me. I'm so glad I found this podcast. Twin Mama underscore four, I'm so glad that you found the podcast as well. Thank you so much for that review. I love reading these. It truly makes my day and makes all of the planning and work so worth it, even if there was one mama that left a review for the show. So if you have not left a review yet, you can do that on Apple Podcast from the homepage of the show. Scroll all the way down past the episodes. It's kind of a long way to scroll. You'll see some stars and then you'll see write a review. If you want to leave a five-star rating, you tap the fifth star and then click write a review it will take less than 30 seconds. I would appreciate it so much. And these reviews are so much more meaningful and impactful than you even know, not just for me reading and getting to hear from you guys and getting feedback, but also this helps the way that the algorithm works, because yes, there's also an algorithm for podcasts. It helps this show get in front of more moms like you in order to encourage them and help them in their motherhood journey as well. So if you would take 30 seconds to do that, I would be so thankful. Hey mama, welcome to Her Pursuit, where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity, all while finding ourselves again in mom life. Does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out? Do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together? Motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating. And while creating routines and managing your time is hard, it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone. My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines, all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen, and I've been there. I completely lost myself when I became a mom, and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be, friend, and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you, and we're going to find her together through her pursuit. Okay, so first of all, for those with school-age children, whether you homeschool, 
whether you don't, your days are going to be more relaxed in the summertime, more than likely, right? Like meaning you're not having to leave the house by a certain time, get the kids to school, start the day by by a certain time or whatever the case is in your individual circumstance. So we're going to think of our days for the summer as more of a rhythm. And I talk about this often, that some seasons are fit for routines, And in other seasons of life, rhythms are more appropriate. The difference for me and how I think about it is just that rhythms are somewhat less structured, but it's not totally chaotic either because you still have a flow for your day. There are different seasons of life. For me, that looks like early postpartum when we're in a busy season, a season of transition. I'm just trying to keep a rhythm to the day. I can't necessarily keep and maintain a structured routine where things are based on the timing of the day. You know, the timing of different things is more relaxed and lenient when you're in a trying to keep a rhythm. So you don't have to be up by a certain time in order to get the kids ready, fed and out the door, whatever that routine typically is. And honestly, these words are very interchangeable. Routines are rhythms and rhythms are routines. But the way that I think about it, just the way that my brain works, is a rhythm is much more relaxed and there's more flow to it in that I can move things around and I'm just trying to keep a general outline for the day. So setting a rhythm for your day is more like a general order of events. And it's not necessarily based on time frames. Does that make sense? So when I wake up, instead of, saying I have to be up by 5 a.m. in order to get the kids ready and make breakfast. So when I wake up, I will drink my coffee and read my Bible as the kids eat breakfast. And after everyone is done, then X, Y, Z will happen as the day goes on. This way, you still have anchor points throughout your day to keep everyone on somewhat of a loose schedule and a loose outline. Now, some of you are going to say it's summer. The heck was trying to keep any semblance of structure to the day. It's a free for all. I don't care what these kids do. (laughs) I'm just going to let them go. And that's totally fine. I have days like that here and there. But for my sanity, I like to keep a flow for the day. And honestly, I like to keep the rhythm where the days look very similar. I like to have similar patterns. Not only because I'm a creature of habit, but also it helps me to know the things that I have to get done that need to be done and to stay in the routine of that. And my kids do so much better with it as well. So this could look a bunch of different ways. I just want to give you a quick example. When you're trying to keep a rhythm for your day, and maybe you do wake up a little bit before your kids so that you can get your things done in your morning time. But a general outline would be breakfast free play after breakfast. And it's not like it doesn't have to be based on a time, right? So then after breakfast, everybody has free play. Maybe you give them two or three choices or they can do whatever while you do a house chore or read your Bible. So that would be a rhythm for your morning. After you've gotten up, after everyone's gotten up, we know that it's breakfast time. After breakfast time, everyone knows that it's free play or doing an activity of their choice. And then while they are doing that, you are doing fill in the blank. And then you try to create a rhythm around that so that you're doing it every single day. Now, it doesn't matter if you're serving breakfast beginning at 7.30 a.m. or 9.30 a.m. It's a general flow for the day. Is that making sense? So then after free play, maybe you do time outside. And then after time outside, regardless of the time of day or the amount of time, then you have lunchtime. And then after lunchtime, you're always going to have nap or rest time. Whatever you want your day to look like, create a flow for it. Create a rhythm. And then you can also have rhythms for your week. 
So if Tuesday mornings you go to a certain activity, for us, library is a thing to do around here because we live in a really small town. So Tuesday mornings, they have story time. And then maybe on Wednesday evenings, you do fill in the blank. Because it's one thing if you say, look, have at it, let's just do whatever. And like I said, do what works for you and your family. But if you want to keep some structure, you absolutely can do that. Just because it's summer and the kids are out of school, it does not mean that you cannot keep some sort of flow and rhythm to your day. And I think a lot of times we kind of forget, I do at least, like sometimes I forget that I'm the parent. Like I forget that I'm the mom. And like, I make the rules and I I make the decisions. And sometimes that's a little bit overwhelming and it's too much. But then other times I'm like, I get to be the one who says, this is how the day is going to go. And this is what we're going to do. And it's not because you're trying to be a mean ruling, like dictator of a mom. It's just because you want to keep some structure for your day. And honestly, it helps your little ones know what to expect and what's coming next. It cuts down on the arguments. It cuts down on the meltdowns and everybody just kind of knows what to expect as the day progresses. So really quick, I want to share three tips and two reminders for creating rhythms this summer, really any time of the year, but specifically since we're moving into summer, I want to share these things with you. So number one, think about when you're creating rhythms, what must get done every day in order for you, your family, your household to continue functioning. These are just the basics, okay? This is not two hours of self-care, going for a five-mile run, reading your Bible for three hours. That's not what we're talking about here. The basics. And I'm not saying that self-care and exercise and movement and getting into the word are not basics. Those can be foundational principles for you, but this is not like it would be nice to be able to do this. Not like something that would be a luxury. What has to get done in order for you and your family and your household to continue running smoothly, to continue functioning? That's the first thing when you want to create rhythms at any point in your life. Number two, when and how will you do those things? Remember, with Kids Home, you may or may not have added challenges there to plan around. So maybe you do need to wake up an hour earlier. Maybe you have to utilize an afternoon rest time. Maybe you have to utilize quiet time. Maybe you need to implement that into your day where your kids know, okay, after lunchtime, we're having a set amount of time for quiet time. And you can choose an activity. It's got to be something you can do independently and something that's going to be quiet if your kids are out of nap. The third thing is to write them down. I cannot tell you how many times I set out to do something and I just forget because I didn't write it down and I'm not keeping it in front of me to remind myself of what I'm actually trying to accomplish. And then you know what happens. We get busy. We get distracted. We get sidetracked. We lose focus and those things fall to the wayside. They don't actually happen. We never implement it. So The three tips for creating rhythms are you need to decide what has to get done every day in order for basic functioning of yourself and your family and your life. Number two, when and how are you going to do those things and then write them down. And as we wrap up, I want to give you two reminders because the practical and the ways that you take action is so important. But these, I guess, realistic reminders of real life, how this is going to apply and how you're going to work this into your everyday, these things are important as well. So the first reminder is if you never stop to say, this is what I'm going to do with my time, then time just keeps passing and those things keep not happening. And it really is that simple. So like I said, maybe you don't want to keep structure or a rhythm for your day. But if you are listening to this episode, I'm thinking that you do. And so that is possible. But you have to stop and you have to say, this is what I'm going to do with the time. This is what I'm doing with the morning time. This is what I'm doing with the afternoon time. This is what's happening in the evening time. And then you come up with a plan to follow through with that. 
The second reminder that I want to share with you is you have to bend and flex if you want to be able to adapt and go with the flow. And that's coming from a type A planning control freak. Okay, so this is not easy for me. It's just a choice that I make. It's a choice that I try to make over and over every single day throughout the day is you have to bend, you have to be flexible if you want to adapt and feel that flow and ease in your life. Ultimately, you create and set up routines and establish routines and rhythms, I guess I should say, that work for you and work with your life. So when you have to bend and flex, it's not as much of a move to make. Like it's not as hard for you to bend and flex because you've already got something that's working into your life and with your schedule in your life in your season. And those are all things that you should think through in those three steps. So if you want extra support or encouragement this summer and honestly beyond, you can join us in the Facebook community if you're not there already. I would love to have you in there, hear about what rhythms you'd like to maintain or establish in your home for the summer. So come share those with us in the group and I will see you over there. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, mama.